0: This is Dave, and I'm here with Ethan, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Out podcast, episode 106 Inch.
1: On this week's episode, Dave and I reminisce about the past two years of our podcast and recap the exciting two year anniversary party starring Trevor Strong of the Arrogant
2: Worms. It's Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch. We're now. It's a podcast about Weird Al. Dave and Ethan's inch Weird Al podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. Dave and Weird Al you don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Dave and Ethan's inch Weird Al podcast.
0: What a big, exciting two year anniversary celebration we had, right, Ethan?
1: Oh, it was pretty stinking majestic, Dave.
0: We had a trivia contest, a show and tell, and Trevor Strong of the Arrogant Worms put on an amazing concert.
1: Plus, after that absolutely legendary concert, we pretty much all stuck around and just talked about Weird Al into the wee hours of the night.
0: And a special guest even stopped by. Yes,
1: yes, more on that later. But first, we've got to take care of some business.
0: Ethan, didn't you say last week that you were recording a Burrito Burrito radio ad? I sure did. Was it the same script that we use for our ads?
1: Well, it actually was- Did you
0: do any funny voices? Actually, I didn't- And what about Wizard Burger? Dave,
1: stop! How about I just play the ad I recorded?
0: Better yet, let's have our intern Frank play it. We do not want a repeat of episode 100-inch.
1: Hungering for a hot, heavy, satisfying vegan burrito burrito? You'll need both hands at Burrito Burrito in Troy. The hearty, satisfying burritos you crave direct from Planet Vegan. Or hop over to Albany's Wizard Burger for a mouth-watering, loaded, dare I say beefy, beefy vegan burgers. Magically satisfying with or without tots. From Troy to Albany to Uranus, Burrito Burrito feeds the hungry with out of this world, plant-based, real food, always vegan style. Visit burritosquare.com or wizardburger.com and order ahead. Well, there it is. So, Dave, was it the same script as our ads? Well, actually... Did I do any funny voices?
0: Well, no. It Was Wizard Burger in there? Ethan, stop. Let's just move on to this week in Weird Al-related news.
1: This is very exciting. The magician and former host of Cupcake Wars, Justin Willman, has announced that his hero, Weird Al, will be joining him for his upcoming charity
0: benefit. The benefit is called Magic for Memories, A Night of Comedy and Wonder to Make Alzheimer's Disappear. And joining Justin will, of course, be Weird Al, as well as Jim Gaffigan, Jason Mraz, and Nicole Byer.
1: The event will be live on Zoom on Saturday, June 26th. For tickets and information, head to magicformemories.com.
0: And as a reminder, Weird Al will be a guest on Gilbert Gottfried's live podcast tomorrow night, Thursday, May 13th.
1: Tickets are available at NowhereComedyClub.com. Dave and I will be in attendance,
0: so we'll see you there. I wonder if Weird Al has been on any other interesting Zoom calls lately. Hmm. hmm.
1: Well, I do know that the Grammy Award winning Jim Kimo West Grammy Award winning album, More Guitar Stories, has been nominated for Best Acoustic Album in the 8th Annual One World
0: Music Awards. Winners will be announced on May 26th, and from all of us here at Dave Neathan's 2000 Weird Out podcast, Best of luck to you, chemo. In other Grammy Award winning Jim Chemo West news, Grammy Award winning Jim Chemo West Grammy Award has arrived. Jim posted photos over on his Facebook page showing the Beautiful Award. From all of us here at Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al podcast, congratulations, Jim.
1: And there's also some very exciting news this week for our episode 51-inch guest, the New York Times Magazine writer Sam Anderson.
0: The National Magazine Awards for Print and Digital Media, known as the Ellie Awards, or the Ellie's, have nominated Sam Anderson's profile on Weird Al.
1: And the profile, of course, was called It's a Weird, 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 Weird World, and it's nominated in the profile writing category.
0: From all of us here at Dave and Ethan's 2000-Inch Weird Al podcast, congratulations to you, Sam.
1: Wow. Can you believe Sam's interview aired on episode 51-inch over a year ago?
0: Memories.
1: Hey, that gives me an idea. You know, since we just celebrated our two-year anniversary and all, we should share some memories from the podcast that may or may not have actually made it on the podcast.
0: Great idea. I will start. Remember when Chad Kelson, a.k.a. Metal Al, popped in on our podcast?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Back on episode 74-inch?
0: No, I mean, last week on episode 105-inch.
1: Oh, well, I figured we'd share memories from farther back than just last week.
0: Well, it's still a memory. Just a recent memory.
1: I uh, can't argue with that, but maybe you have a memory to share from further back than last
0: week. Oh, yeah, I, I certainly do. Remember when we played the phone dialing sounds from Phony Calls?
1: Dave, that was two weeks ago.
0: Yeah, so?
1: Well, I guess technically it had already been played before that. Uh, never mind. Hey, I've got a memory to share, Dave.
0: Okay, what are you waiting for? Go ahead. I remember
1: it was late 2018, early 2019. It was... Two in the morning, and you and I had been on the phone for, like, three or four hours for, like, the second or third week in a row just talking about Weird Al and our collections and, you know, talking about the upcoming tour and all these ideas, and we were just like why aren't we recording this? We should just start a podcast.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was great. I remember that well. We had such interesting conversations. I just knew we had to share it with the rest of the world.
1: Yeah, and you remember what we
0: decided we had to do first. Oh, yeah. Before anything else, (laughs) we decided that we needed a name and a theme song. So we did what any new up-and-coming podcast would do. We reached out to Jim Kimo West and we asked if he would write our theme song, which, of course, he enthusiastically agreed to do. (laughs) I just remember we asked Jim, he said yes, and then we were like,
1: oh, crap. He said yes.
0: (laughs) Now we've actually got to write something for him
1: (laughs) to record. Yeah, he's like, what are the lyrics? What do you want it to sound like? We're like, oh, we didn't think you would say yes. Of course, we got right to work and we put together the lyrics. I mean, they they are really, really complex lyrics, Dave. I don't know how (laughs) we managed to put those together.
0: Very deep, very deep. Many, many hours of writing and rewriting. You should see our notebooks. It's like the, when Sam Anderson commented about Weird Al's has got pages and pages of alternate lyrics. You should see our notebooks. It, it's very similar looking. Oh, yeah. We killed so many trees writing these <laughs>
1: lyrics. <laughs> and uh, so we we kind of like, I remember we, we had a couple different ideas at first. And then we both really melded on what ultimately became the podcast theme but I remember we just we did our best to describe it to Jim because you know we're not Grammy award-winning musicians <laughs> we're not musicians at all so <laughs> you know conveying what we heard in our head to Jim you know we sent him the clip of like the Sundance TV commercial and we're like we're kind of hearing this in our head but these lyrics but not quite that and Jim was just like I think I got it and I don't know. It was like less than a day later it showed up in our inboxes and it was absolutely what we heard in our heads but 5 million times better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was so great. I don't I mean he's that's why he's Grammy award winning folks because he took that idea out of our head and As poorly as we described it to him, he put it exactly what we wanted and it sounded amazing. And I just remember getting it. I remember it was probably about 11 o'clock at night when I got the email from Jim with the theme song in it. And I just remember like Jackie and I are just listening to this theme song over and over again. I called you and we just were listening. it. I I probably listened to that theme song at least a hundred times that evening alone. I was just, I was amazed. I was just, it was on loop constantly for days.
1: Oh, absolutely! I definitely was listening to it at least a hundred times that night, and then on repeat. You know, it's only like thirty seconds long. On repeat on my commute to work, and then at my desk all day, <laughs> and then at the gym. <laughs> like I just, it was, it, it. Just to anyone else, it would have seemed really stupid to be listening to this short little clip over
0: and over and over. But I'm so glad, Dave, you and I. We're on the same page there. Jim actually asked us, do you guys have any edits? Or do you like it as is? And we were like, nope, you nailed it. It's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it was literally perfect. And though
1: he did send us an alternate version of the theme, if you remember, Dave, and So we were debating back and forth, like, well, did Jim like the second one better? And that's why he sent a new one. Or did he like the original one better, but he wanted to send another one just to give us an option. So after many hours of arguing, Dave, what we did is we just reached back out to Jim. We're like, Jim, which one do you like better?
0: (laughs) And Jim told us, he said, I like the original one, the first one that I sent you better. And so that, listeners, that's what you hear each and every week on the podcast. The original version that Jim sent us.
1: (laughs) And we're also like, you know, it would also be great to have an instrumental version of the theme for our outro. And so we not only have the instrumental version that you hear every week, we also have the alternate (laughs) instrumental (laughs) version. So really, there's like four versions of our (laughs) podcast theme, which is incredible.
0: (laughs) So, of course, you know, we came up the idea for the podcast the end of 2018, early 2019. And, of course, we didn't launch till May. So we were throwing out some teases, you know, and people are starting to catch on and be like, what's going on? So what we decided to do, you know, it was coming up on April Fool's Day. We decided we got to make a really big announcement, but we're going to time it with April Fool's Day. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so
1: what we did is we wrote up this whole thing like, oh, I'm sure you guys have heard Dave and Ethan are working on a project together. We're so excited to announce the Weird Al's Tar Fund, <laughs> <laughs> which it's spelled the exact same way as the Weird Al Star Fund. It's just taking the S from star and moving it over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. And I actually had redone the Weird webpage web page. To make it look like that Weird Al actually needed money to help repave his driveway.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so then not too long after that, of course, we announced the podcast, did a little bit of fundraising, and the supporters were able to get the first episode before it actually premiered. And then it wasn't until May 8th, 2019, that it officially dropped. Over two years later, we're still doing it every week, and then some.
0: (laughs) Ethan, I have so many great memories of recording with all of our amazing guests. Now, you know, each guest that we record with is really unique, but we've definitely had some very unusual experiences when recording our interviews.
1: Yes, and I know we've mentioned this probably a hundred times in the podcast before, but although it wasn't the first interview to air, the first interview interview we ever recorded together was with comedian Elliot Chang and I was in the room where it happened but Dave you were actually on the phone what was that like
0: that was the first and only time we've ever done an interview like that yeah (laughs) I just remember being nervous because it was the first interview I've ever done of that caliber. And the fact that you and Elliot were together, I could not read your look. I could not read Elliot's look. I was, I was just getting no information at all. I just know that Elliot's an incredibly funny guy and I was laughing the entire time. Yeah. But I don't think I got more than two or three words in the entire interview. <laughs>
1: So that was an early on interview and there was another one that was very early on, which ended up on episode two inch. And that's when we interviewed the Grammy award winning designer duo, Annie Stahl and Megan Foley from Sony, like literally one week after they won their Grammy award.
0: And that was another unusual interview, not only because we got to talk to those amazing Grammy Award winners, but I was actually on vacation in Las Vegas at that time (laughs) when the interview was happening. So I had to put my vacation on hold just to record this very important interview from my hotel room in Las Vegas.
1: (laughs) And Dave... Lest anyone think that was a problem. I think it was pretty worth it to get to talk to them.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm not complaining. I'm just letting you know that that was another unusual interview that we had.
1: Typically, our interviews are not like that. One of us isn't on vacation in a hotel room, or (laughs) one of us isn't in the same room with the other guy. Uh Yeah. it's, It's not usually that weird, but we have had a couple other pretty interesting interview sessions.
0: Oh, yeah. We've actually recorded several interviews where the person we were interviewing was actually in the same room with us. Well, the very first time that we recorded with John Bermuda Schwartz, that was at a hotel across the street from the venue where the band was playing that night.
1: And before you think we had like a nice hotel room that we were recording in, we actually initially, once we found the hotel, we, we just needed a spot to record. And it was last minute. We're running around. We found this hotel and we're like, oh, maybe we can set up in the lobby. And then the lobby was just too noisy. We ended up going up the stairs to this weird like conference room area. But we couldn't get into the conference room because they were setting up an event, but they had tables outside of the conference room, and that's where we ended up recording, and it worked out. Yeah, it worked out great. And that
0: was right before my very first show on the Strings Attached Tour in Cleveland. Very cool, very cool. There were some other times we actually recorded at the venue itself. In fact, the one day when we were in Pittsburgh, we actually recorded two interviews that day. The first one was with VIP host J.W. Halford and... That was before the concert, and the second one was with the conductor, Eric Roth, after the concert, and both of them were backstage in the venue.
1: Yeah, that was really cool, and it wasn't our last time recording backstage at a show. We recorded with Ruben Valtier, of course, the esteemed keyboardist, and (laughs) this was in actually our last show of the tour, Abbotsford, British Columbia, up in Canada, and we went back, you know, we, we had scheduled to record it through Ben, and he's like, Here, I found a spot for us to record. And it was just the noisy loading dock backstage with like people and workers walking
3: around.
0: <laughs> that was such a memorable experience, just recording in the middle of the loading dock with noise everywhere, <laughs> people walking by. JW actually did a little pop in, you know, he's like, Hey, what are you guys doing? You know, <laughs> Everybody was walking by looking like, what is going on? And meanwhile, (laughs) we're trying to conduct an interview with Ruben. But that was a fun interview, definitely.
1: And I also remember, you know, we're we're literally backstage. And then after the interview, you know, we're kicked out on the street. And then we had to wait in line to get into the venue. (laughs) (laughs) And that was the day you were dressed as Amish Al. That's right. That's
0: right. That probably helped get us a lot of really weird looks on the loading dock as well.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And then, of course, you know, our bonus episode series for the strings attached to her, we did 27 centimeters or 27 episodes. And it was mostly concert reviews. And then also, we talked about our travels because. Obviously, you and I, we each hit so many shows that there were a lot of journeys and other stuff going on in going to all these concerts, plane rides, car trips, and those episodes were so much fun to record.
0: Oh, I have so many fond memories recording all those Strings attached bonus episodes, especially both of us staying up till 3 a.m., sometimes later, recording our reviews. And then the next day, having to get up early and travel to the next city to do it all over again. Those were so much fun to record.
1: <laughs> I totally remember falling asleep during at least one of those recordings. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, Frank edited my snoring out of the episode. <laughs>
0: Oh, and speaking of the Strings Attached tour, how cool was it that we got to talk to orchestrator Scott O'Neill and get the scoop on all the songs that will be performed on that tour before the first show even happened?
1: Yeah, that was the only episode to date that we actually had to put a spoiler alert up front in the episode. And I know that certain people chose not to listen to that until after they saw their concert so they wouldn't be
0: spoiled. Well, then it was a good choice that we had Frank put that spoiler alert on there.
1: (laughs) And I know it was kind of recent, but for episode 100-inch, it was just really incredible getting to record with uh, our intern, Frank. Yeah,
0: that was pretty stinking majestic.
1: Now, listeners, we would love to hear your favorite memories from the podcast or, or, you know, strings attached to her or seeing Dave and I on the road or, you know, just going to one of our Zoom events or anything. So leave a post or comment in our Facebook group at group.2000inch.com or leave us a message on the 347 Spatula Hotline. We'd love to hear from you.
0: Well, thank you for going down memory lane with me, Ethan. Those were some awesome memories and too many more to fit in just one episode. We need like. 105 episodes, and then some to fit all of our memories in. But hey, speaking of memories, our intern, Frank, he has been with us since the very beginning. And Frank, we're kind of curious, which fond memories would you personally like to share with our listeners? Oh looks like we got a call on the 347 Spatula
1: Hotline. The 347 Spatula Hotline, the official hotline of Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, is sponsored by Angel Valenzuela and David Cash, two amazing Weird
3: Al fans and podcast supporters.
0: All right, let's hear it.
3: Hey, what's up, Dave and Ethan? This is Jason Alchil, your special guest from episode 47. Congrats on two years. That's phenomenal. I was calling for two reasons. The first one was because I just like it when you play that noise when somebody leaves a voicemail. That's part of the main reason I listen to this show, actually. And then secondly, I was calling because when you were playing the awesome John Bermuda Schwartz interviews, the last two episodes, when you're playing those ringtones, it reminded me of the time that I was interviewing for my job and I accidentally had my phone on ring And during the job interview, sure enough, I hear, this is Weird Al Yankovic letting you know your phone is ringing. And it stopped the interview, and the guy asked me what that was, and I didn't even hesitate and explained it all, and I got the job. Here I am 14 years later at the same place. All right, thanks again. Goodbye. Jason, thank
1: you so much for the call. What an incredible story.
0: From all of us here at Dave and Ethan's 2000-Inch Weird Al Podcast, congratulations on landing the job of your dreams, all thanks to Weird Al Yankovic. But 14 years?
1: Oh, what a stupid number!
0: Well, we need to apologize to our intern, Frank. Frank, we are sorry that you got cut off by the 347 spatula voicemail noise that Jason loves oh so very, very much. But we are past the memory segment now, so um, uh, anyway, after interning for us for over two years, do you uh, have any questions for me and Ethan? So when are you guys going to have Weird Al on the podcast? Oh, shut up, Frank. Do you know how often Dave and I get that question? Way to not be original, Frank.
1: Weird Al probably doesn't want to be on our podcast. Well, not yet, at least.
0: Yeah, Weird Al said he will be on episode 2,000 inch and not one inch sooner.
1: See, Frank, it's stupid questions like this while we don't usually let you speak. All right, well, enough with Frank. Dave... Let's talk about the incredible two-year anniversary concert from this past weekend.
0: Now, we started the big two-year anniversary concert with a trivia contest. And let me tell you, Ethan, I was happy to see just how much our listeners knew about the podcast.
1: And how much they didn't know.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. Our intern Frankie wrote a whole bunch of trivia questions ranging from the very easy to the very impossible.
1: All right. Like, for example, one of the easy, the sample question everyone got right was What is Alfred Yankovic's middle name? Matthew, of course. Of course. Yeah, of course.
0: But, you know, not all the questions were that easy. In fact, here's one that stumped even our most loyal listeners. Ready? Which is the number of the latest Inch episode that was released last Wednesday?
1: I mean, what did we expect? Our loyal listeners aren't mind readers for crying out loud.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, they sure beefed that one. Now, you know, most people, they knew that our intern's name was Frank and that Jim Kimo West was the first podcast guest on episode one Inch.
1: Yeah, and pretty much everyone knew that there were 27 strings attached to her bonus centimeter episodes and that John Bermuda Schwartz first shared his rare Weird Al clips from the archive with us on episode 27-inch.
0: But surprisingly, the name of your and my alter egos from the future, David and Henry, that stumped quite a few people, as did which of us Voice Skill? and which of us voiced chill during our morning DJ radio bit on episode 100-inch. Well,
1: fortunately, most people knew the names of the Al's Gals, and they could name at least one past guest of Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast that also appeared on the Placebo EP.
0: What seems to stump them, though, was which guest holds the record for the most number of bleeps, a.k.a. has the spiciest language on the podcast.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Yes. The saxophone and harmonica player, Jimmy Z Zavala. Ooh, so spicy.
0: Well, after a hard-fought battle, our resident beer reviewer, Joe Jaffa, came away with the win. From all of us here at Dave and Ethan's 2000-Inch Weird Al podcast, congratulations, Joe. You will be receiving an official Dave and Ethan's 2000-Inch Weird Al podcast t-shirt from our merchandise shop over at shop.2000inch.com.
1: And Joe is not the only big winner of the evening. Our past guest, Alst Parsons, will also be getting a t-shirt because not only did she bring a bunch of really cool stuff for show and tell, she also won the secret contest.
0: That's right. Little did our listeners know, but we had some secret contests going on at the party one of those secret contests was the first person to have one of their pets crash the party would win and her cats munchie and Bub, both graced us with their presence so from all of us here at dave and ethan's 2000 weird al podcast congratulations allison as well as munchie and Bub, who will undoubtedly barf on the shirt eventually
1: and after all the fun of the trivia contest and show and tell Finally, our headliner for the evening, Trevor Strong, made his
0: appearance. I have seen the Arrogant Worms perform several times in person before, so I knew what a great concert was about to come. But, Ethan, this was the first time that you got to see an Arrogant Worm perform, right? Right! And I know you didn't get the full experience, since Trevor is only one-third of the Arrogant Worms, but what did you think?
1: Well, Dave, let me tell you. I had a pretty stinking majestic time. Holy gosh. Trevor was incredibly talented, funny. He played the guitar so well. It was just a million laughs a minute the entire time. Between the songs, during the songs, his backgrounds, everything was just incredible. But I did mean to ask you, I, I know you've seen them a number of times. When an arrogant worm performs, do they always do covers of our theme song
0: well in all the times that i've seen trevor this was the first time yeah how incredible was that as a surprise we had asked trevor if he'd cover our theme song as part of the concert and he delivered
1: oh he sure did not only did he cover our theme song he covered it four separate times
0: So we tried to surprise our Patreon supporters, and in turn, Trevor surprised us with four distinct covers. How awesome! All right, so Ethan, after all this, will you be joining me at a concert next time the Arrogant Worms are playing close by?
1: Oh, absolutely, Dave. I cannot wait to see all three-thirds of the Arrogant Worms in person at a live concert. I just cannot wait until live touring is a thing again.
0: All right, Ethan, are you ready to start an Arrogant Worms podcast with me?
1: Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves, Dave. You know, we still have to start talking about them for four hours every night. How about instead we do a rundown of last weekend's concert?
0: I think that's a great idea. Trevor started off the concert with one of my favorite Arrogant Worm songs. And appropriately enough, one that has a secret inside connection to the podcast that no one outside of you, me, and Frank know about.
1: And there was no way Trevor could have known the secret connection to the podcast, so it was a very happy coincidence, and the perfect way to start the concert for so many reasons.
0: Plus, it was a great way for Trevor to start for himself, too, as he and the Arrogant Worms are Canadian! Alright, let's take a listen to some of We Are the Beaver.
2: The U.S. is the eagle, Russia is the bear, Australia is the kangaroo, cause the Kinda weird down there. Yeah, India is the tiger. stands so proud and tall. But Canada is the greatest of them all. We are the beaver. <laughs> we're furry and we're free, yeah. We are the beaver. We got two big front teeth, yeah. We are the beaver. We can chew right through small trees. We are the beaver. We are the beaver, we are the beaver. You might think a rodent is a pretty lame choice for a national animal. Don't you listen to that voice? No, cause all them birds and predators just take from the land. But the beaver always gives a damn. We are the beaver. So, as
1: we mentioned, we asked Trevor if he'd do a cover of our theme song, and he did four distinct covers throughout the concert. So, let's listen to the first one. This is what he called the acoustic
2: version. It's Dave <laughs> and 2000-inch Weird Al Podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's anything's 2000-inch Weird Al Podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Weird Al It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast
0: We also asked Trevor if he would cover some Weird Al songs And he did, including, of course, Canadian Idiot Along with some insider commentary Let's take a listen
2: (laughs) Don't want to be a Canadian Idiot want to be some beer swilling hockey nut and do i look like some frostbitten hose head i never learned my alphabet from a to z oh they all live on donuts and moose meat that's right they all they live in a house without packing heat yep never even bring their guns to a mall that's right too you know what Too funny, the stupid monopoly money. I like our money. (laughs) I remember in the US and I'm trying to pull out a bill and it's kind of dark. I can never tell which one it is, so I'm sorry. I like our colored money. (laughs) Well, maybe maple syrup is oh, maple syrup and snow is what they export. (laughs) They treat curling just like it's a real sport because it is a real sport. (laughs) <laughs> I, I've written a curling song, by the way. They think your silly accent is so cute. <laughs> Can't even understand the thing they're talking about. That doesn't even rhyme.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Health care. your heads
2: low climate clean air. Then again, they also got Celine Dion. Actually, you've got Celine Dion. They've been living, she's been living in the States You're welcome. (laughs) I craft macaroni and dream of driving a Zamboni all over Saskatchewan. Well, who wouldn't want to do that? That's what I want to know. That's not so weird. (laughs) Oh, there it is. I don't want to be a Canadian idiot, don't want to tell the temperature in Celsius. You see the map, they're hovering right over us, and tell the truth it makes me kind of nervous. So it's the same kind of story, they break their nose and then they say, sorry, tell me what kind of freaks are that polite? It's gonna mean they're all up to something, so quick before it's the coming, it's time for a preemptive strike. Yeah!
1: So, next up after Canadian Idiot was another Arrogant Worms favorite, Pressure Washer, off their beige album. And then he did another cover of our theme song, this time done in an old country western style.
2: It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. (laughs) It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. To Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast.
0: That was great. Then We were then treated to another fantastic Weird Al cover.
2: Melanie, what can the problem be? To Melanie, why won't you go out with me? She lived across the street on the 15th floor of the Gilmore Building. I saw her in the shower, reaching for some soap i knew she had to be the girl for me and to think i probably never would have found her if i hadn't bought that telescope melanie what can the problem be sweet melanie why won't you go out with me I just can't understand it. Why won't you return my phone calls? Are you still mad I gave a mohawk to your cat? If you just say the word, I'm certain that our love would last forever and ever. Are you too dumb to realize that? Melanie. What can the problem be, Melanie? Why won't you go out with me? How can you ignore me when you know that I can't live without you? I have to go through your garbage just to learn more about you, Melanie. Oh. Why won't you go out with me? You weren't impressed when I tattooed your name across my forehead. We wouldn't listen when I promised to be true. I couldn't stand it, so I jumped out of the 16th story window right above you. Now I may be dead, but I still love you. Melanie. What can the problem be, sweet? Melanie. Why won't you go out with me? Oh, I just love his interpretation of
1: Melanie. So the next Arrogant Worm song was a huge hit at our celebration off their toast album Hot Dog Song.
2: everybody loves hot dogs even pasty hippies find it's hard to beat a tube of meat but now a question hits me what the hell's in a hot dog i shouldn't ask maybe because i don't know any animals that grow cylindrically So have a hot dog on me, my friend. It's made out of animal odds and ends. Have a hot dog on me, my friend. It's the particle board of meat. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to reuse and recycle the unpopular pieces of meat that are quite gross yet after they're processed are such a delicious treat that the children eat them till they're queasy because they love the taste of sodium phosphate and erythorbate soy protein and sodium nitrate so have a hot dog on me my friend it's made out of animal odds and ends have a hot dog on me, my friend. It's a particle board of meat. <laughs> may or may not contain chicken and or pork and or meat. <laughs> so have a hot dog on me, my friend. Don't think about the parts from the pig's rear end. Have a hot dog on me my friend. It's the particle board, the particle board, the board particles of me.
0: (laughs) Trevor then played an original song called She Came At Me With A Blender, followed by yet a third cover of our theme song, this time a pop rendition.
2: It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000 inch Weird Al podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000 inch Weird Al podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. (laughs) It's, It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000 inch It'll podcast you don't have to listen but you're glad you
0: That was amazing. I absolutely love this version of our theme song. It's right up there for me with the original version by Grammy Award winning Jim Kimo West.
1: I have to agree, Dave. That was pretty stinking majestic. (laughs) Now, another great song of the evening was Trevor's rendition of Another One Rides the Bus. Let's take a listen.
2: Riding on the bus in the boulevard, the place is pretty <laughs> packed Couldn't find a seat so I had to stand with the perverts in the back It was smelling like a locker room, there was junk all over the floor We're already packed in like sardines, we're stopping to pick up more Look out, another one rides the bus, hey Another one rides the bus, hey, another comes on, another comes on Another one rides the bus, hey Gonna sit by you, another one rides the bus. There's a suitcase poking me in the ribs. There's an elbow in my ear. There's a smelly old bum standing next to me hasn't showered in a year. I think I'm missing a contact lens. Think my wallet's gone. I think this bus is stopping again. Let a couple more freaks on. Look out! Another one rides the bus. Hey. Another one rides the bus, Another comes on another comes on Another one rides the bus Hey! He's gonna sit by you Another one rides the bus Another one rides the bus Hey! Another one rides the bus Hey! Another one rides the bus Hey! Another one rides the bus Hey Hey, yeah! Ooooh! When the window's open The fan is broke The face is turning blue i've been being in a crowd like this since i went to see the hoop well i should have got off a couple miles ago couldn't get to the door there ain't no room for me to breathe we're going to pick up some more Look out! another one rides the bus hey another one rides the bus another comes on another comes on another one rides the bus hey it's gonna sit by you another one rides the bus
0: Trevor followed up that great song with the Arrogant Worms classic Carrot Juice is Murder.
2: Listen up, brothers and sisters Come hear my desperate tale I speak of our friends of nature Trapped in the dirt like a jail Vegetables live in oppression, served on our tables each night. This killing of veggies is madness, I say we take up the fight. Salads are only for murderers, coleslaw's a fascist regime. Don't think that they don't have feelings, just cause a radish can scream. I've heard the screams of the vegetables Watching their skins being peeled Grated and steamed with no mercy How do you think that feels? Care juice constitutes murder Greenhouses, prisons for slaves It's time to stop all this gardening Let's call a spade a spade
1: So then the final cover version of our theme song came from a request, a speed metal version. Here's what Trevor came up with on the fly.
2: David Ethan's 2008, we're a podcast! David Ethan's, it's a podcast about Weird Al! David Ethan's 2009, we're a podcast! Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al! David Ethan's 2008, we're a podcast! You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are! David Ethan's 2008, we're a podcast! We're a podcast! David Nathan. David
0: Ethan, David Ethan! Past guest, Metal Al, was in attendance, and he was just as impressed as we were with that cover. So Trevor wrapped
1: up the concert with the Arrogant Worm song, Celine Dion, and finally the classic Weird Al original, The Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota. And afterwards, we wouldn't let Trevor get away without an encore, so he finished with a special request from Dave, the Arrogant Worm song, Big Fat Road Manager.
0: Let's take a listen to Trevor's rendition of The Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota.
2: Well, I had two weeks of vacation time coming the working all years down at Big Royce, heating and plumbing. So one night as my family and I were gathered round the dinner table, I said, kids, if you could go anywhere in this great big world now, where'd you like to go to? They said, Dad, we want to see the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. They picked the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. So the very next day, we loaded up the car with potato skins, pickled wieners, crossword puzzles, Spider-Man comics, and Mama's homemade rhubarb pie pulled out of the driveway. And the neighbors, they all waved goodbye. And so began our three-day journey. He picked up a guy holding a sign that said twine ball or bust. He smelled real bad and he said his name was Bernie i put on a slim and tape my wife put on a brand new hair kids were in the back seat jumping up and down yelling are we there yet and all of us were joined together in one common thought as we rolled down the long and winding interstate in our 53 to we're gonna see the biggest ball of twine in minnesota we're heading for the biggest ball of twine in minnesota oh we couldn't wait to get there so we drove straight for three whole days and three oh nights of course we stopped for some pickled wieners now and then the scenery was just so pretty boy i wish the kids could have seen it but you can't see out the side of the car because the windows are completely covered with the decals from all the places we've already been like Elvis or Emma, the Tupperware Museum, Bowl River Monument, and Cranberry World, The Shuffle Ball Hall of Fame, Poodle Dog Rock, Maquette Albino, Squirrels, we've been to Ghost Town Theme Park, Wax Museums and the place you can drive through, The middle of the tree we've seen, Alligator Farms, The Tarantula ranches, there's still one place we gotta see. Well, we crossed the state line about 639, We saw the sign that said, Twine Ball Exit 50 Miles. Oh, the kids were so happy they started singing 99 bottles of beer on the wall for the 27th time that day. So we pulled off the road to the last chance guest stage, got a few more pickled weeders and a giant chocolate soda. On our way to see the biggest ball of toy in Minnesota. We're gonna see the biggest ball of toy in Minnesota. Finally at 737 early Wednesday morning as the sun was setting in the Minnesota sky. Out in the distance on the horizon appeared to me like a vision before my unbelieving eyes. I parked the car and walked up with a filled reverence towards that glorious, huge, majestic sphere. And I was just so overwhelmed by its sheer immensity I had to pop myself a beer. Yes, so on these hallowed grounds, open ten-eight on weekdays, in a little shrine under a makeshift pagoda, there sits the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. Oh, I say the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. Oh, what on earth could make a man decide to do that kind of thing. Oh, 21,140 pounds a spring. What was he trying to prove? Who was he trying to impress? Why did he build it? How did he do it? It's it What is guess. Who did he get the twine? Or what was going through his mind? Or did it just seem like a good idea at the time? We walked to it and I warned the kids you better not touch it those ropes are there for a reason and I said maybe if you're good I'll tie it to the back of the car we can take it home but I was only teasing Ah, uh, then we went to the gift stop, stood in line, bought a souvenir miniature bottle of twine, ball, ball of twine, not a bottle of twine, <laughs> and some window decals and anything they would sell us. And I bought a couple of postcards, greeting from the twine ball, wish you were here, won't the folks at home be jealous? I gave our camera to Bernie, we stood by the ball, all gathered round and saying, cheese. Then Bernie ran away with my brand new somatic, but at least we got our memories. So we all just stood at the ball for a while, and my eyes got moist, and I said with a smile, Kids, this is what America's all about. Then I started feeling kind of gooey inside, and I fell on my knees, and cried, and I cried, and that's when those security guards threw us out. You know, I bet if we unravel that sucker, it'll roll all the way down to Fargo, North Dakota. Cause it's the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. I'm talking about the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. Well, we stayed that night at the Twine Ball Inn. In the morning, we were on our way home again, but we really didn't want to leave. That was perfectly clear. So I said, folks, I can tell you're all set to go. So I winked my eye and I said, you know, I got a funny kind of feeling we'll be coming back again next year. Because I've been all around this great big world and I can't think of anywhere else I'd rather go to than the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota, the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota, 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 Minnesota. Minnesota.
0: What an awesome event. A big, huge thank you to Trevor for an incredible concert. I think the last two years full of grueling work and editing and booking and promotion that our intern Frank had to do was all worth it.
1: After the concert, we ended up chatting until the wee hours of the next morning with all of our awesome Patreon supporter guests. It was so much fun. Passionate Weird Al fans are truly the
0: best people in the world. I agree with that. And thanks again to everyone who attended, who were, of course, our incredible Patreon supporters. You are all the absolute best, and you are the reason we are able to celebrate two years of the podcast. Wait, at the beginning of the episode, didn't you say a special guest showed up? Oh, yeah, of course. It was such a surprise to have someone so legendary show up as a surprise guest. I'm talking about, of course, Santa Claus.
1: Wait. What?
0: Santa Claus! He was
1: on our Zoom call! Dave, that wasn't Santa Claus. That was David Grant! He just forgot to switch his display name at first.
0: You mean David Grant, the Patreon supporter and Weird Al fan behind the nickname Sheepdog, who is also behind the pseudonym Sebastian Shepard, author of The Ruins of Our Past, who also moonlights as established comedy rapper MC Chalkskin and is also one of the hosts of the RU.com's podcast? Yep. Ah. Huh. Okay, thanks for clarifying.
1: Dave, did you see the cool shirt he was wearing?
0: Yeah, I did. It said Bermuda and Chemo and Ruben and Steve and Al. How cool.
1: Yeah, it's so awesome. Now, along with other cool merchandise, that very shirt is
0: available at wolfinwool.com That very exact shirt that he was wearing, you know, like with his sweat on it and stuff? Well, no,
1: it, it's the exact design, not the very exact shirt. Ah, okay. Thanks for clarifying. This week's episode is brought to you in part by Discover Darwin, promoting tourism in Darwin, Minnesota. Not only is historic Darwin, Minnesota uh, beautiful, it's
0: also number two. Darwin, Minnesota is home to Trouble's number two restaurant and bar Darwin.
1: Wait, what happened to Trouble's number one restaurant and bar Darwin? It's best we not speak of that. Uh, Okay. Well, Trouble's number two restaurant and bar Darwin offers takeout dine-in, and delivery, and it's a great place to play pool or darts. And Ethan,
0: look, they also offer pull tabs.
1: Oh, just like that place we
0: went to in Kent, Washington. Yeah, maybe you'll have better luck there playing pull tabs than you did in Kent.
1: Well, Dave, I, I didn't actually play pool tabs in Kent. I just watched someone play.
0: Well, did he win? No. See? So your
1: luck can only improve. So visit Darwin, Minnesota on your next expedition. Discover Darwin, more than just the twine ball. And after you visit Darwin, Minnesota, be sure to
0: visit discoverdarwin.biz. Each week we are able to bring you our podcast absolutely free thanks to our sponsors, Brito Brito, Angel Valenzuela, and his son David Cash. Discover Darwin, Jackson Scoggins, David Grant, and thanks to our amazing close personal friend, Patreon supporters, Jake Kenneth, Zeb, Allison, Blair, Jared, Javier, and Jeff. And thanks to Birthday Boy Scott and everyone else in our pretty, stinking, majestic Patreon family.
1: If you enjoy our family-friendly weekly Weird Al podcast, please consider supporting us at patreon.com 2000inch or by picking up some pretty stinking majestic official Dave and Ethan's 2000inch Weird Al podcast merchandise. We've got t-shirts, pillows, towels, hoodies, and
0: so much more at shop.2000inch.com. And remember, right now, Patreon supporters can check out the Black and White and Weird All Over bonus episode one centimeter and bonus episode two centimeter, the first two episodes in our special book series where we sit down with John Bermuda Schwartz and go page by page, picture by picture, inch by inch through his book, Black and White and Weird All Over. Patreon supporters get to hear all bonus episodes early. Everyone else, stay tuned or, you know... Join our Patreon family.
1: We love hearing from our listeners and other Weird Al fans. Join our Facebook community and post about Weird Al by visiting group.2000inch.com. And we also love it when we receive voicemail via our official 27-hour-a-day podcast hotline three four seven spatula you might
0: even hear your message on the show for everything about our podcast including incredible past episodes and guests be sure to visit weirdoutpodcast.com or 2000inch.com and keep up on new episodes podcast news and events by following at 2000inch on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribing at apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher or the podcast app of your choice
1: Thank you once again to our Patreon supporters for attending and making possible our two-year anniversary concert. Thank you to Trevor Strong for putting on the incredible concert. Thanks to Jason Alchill. Thank you to the Grammy Award-winning Jim Kimo West for incredible theme song. And thank you to Weird Al Yankovic, as this podcast probably would not exist without him. And a big thanks to all of you, our listeners, subscribers, Patreon supporters, and sponsors, and everyone else who makes our podcast possible.
0: Thank you for listening to Dave and Ethan's 2000-Inch Weird Al podcast. And always remember to Gil and Chill.
1: Oh, Dave, I just had another great memory.
0: Okay, well, what is it?
1: Mm, I forget.
0: That was Dave Nathan's 2000 Inch great Out podcast, episode 106 Inch.
1: Canadians love our theme song.
2: Hip-hop. Yeah, <laughs> Hip hop will be hard with like, well, I can, yeah, it's going to suck. I can do it anyway. It's just going to suck. But uh, I mean, yeah, it is going to suck too bad. Uh, I mean, I, I, am not against doing it. It's just, there's only so much time for all of us in this life. Uh, <laughs> like a beatbox thing. I, totally... I mean, I can, I can human beatbox, but I can't sing at the same time. Uh Dave and Ethan yeah it's Dave and Ethan's 2000 inch weird out podcast
3: yeah
2: it's (laughs) not taking that any further that was too far